Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Um, it feels like it's going to be a good week. Last week felt a little brutal emotionally, I believe, for a lot of people. I realized, too, that last night, and I don't know about tonight, has been a full moon. So the gravitational pull has been physically um, stretching our bodies. And when we are pulled that way physically, it does something to the emotional state of a human being. So uh, it's, it's amazing how God can use everything to his glory. So many people identify with the stars and the moon and, and all of those things because they're part of God's creation and God uses every part of his creation for his good. We identify with those things because we are part of his creation. Some of us identify with the ocean. I very much identify with the ocean. I feel very much part of it when I'm in and I can feel the tide. So it was a very beautiful thing to feel the buildup of the full moon as God was working some stuff out of me. He was stretching me, asking me to do things I'd never done before, growing me, pruning me. Um, and uh, yesterday was just the climax of it all. And even though it was such a simple day, I went to church, did my homework. I felt a lot of peace in, in my soul for all the things that God, you know, was beside me last week. There was a lot of situations where I spoke truths to people that um, made people upset and they didn't like what they heard. And, but it was in those truths that I know that they will be convicted and moved to be closer to God because they will want to better themselves. And to better yourself means you're moving closer to God. So yesterday was a nice, nice, beautiful day. And I am so, so grateful. And God works in mysterious ways because I've had a few things left in my home. Uh, it's hard to show you everything, but when I started, I had very few things that were given to me by people, and not all of it was true to who I was, but I received it anyway. And God has slowly put things in my life that are more true to me, true to my color nature, true to my color scheme, to, true to my... Um, uh, true to how I like to decorate. Like, I love butterflies. I got butterflies on all of my covers. My couch cover, my my seat covers, in my bathroom. And this couple that I've known for a long time, a wonderful couple, like, they speak a lot of truths. God just radiates through them. She ended up giving me a bunch of butterfly stuff to replace. I didn't even realize how God was working. But there was a few things left in my kitchen that just didn't match. And a few things in my bathroom that didn't match. And she gave me butterfly stuff because they saw my apartment. And it ended up replacing all that old stuff. So it was absolutely beautiful. So beautiful how God works, you guys. Um, let me think. Anything else? It is August. We are in the month of August. You guys, it was in March when the craziness started of Corona. And... 
it has gone by so fast. I was sitting with my children. And I share this because sometimes it is good to sit down and be present with your children and share these moments. So many times we live through life in such a rush, we forget to enjoy life in, in its moment, in the presence with the children we have. And our children are so, they, they need that. They need that time with us. So I sat at the table with my children and we were like, where did the summer go? And we just talked about the summer, the things we had done, the things we're going to do. And it was such a beautiful moment to sit with my children and actually reflect on the year. And my daughter, she asked me like, she was like, I wish it was back in the times of 2010, she was saying, and I was like, nah, 2020 has been the best year for me. Why? Because I'm seeing behind the veil of ugliness that Satan's trying to make it. And I see what God has blessed me with behind all of this. And no matter how broke I was, no matter how I had nothing, but I still had everything. I had God in my heart and he was leading me every step of the way. And to not be lonely is such a, such a, a gift. And that was... It just changed my whole year. It just changed my perspective on so many things. It just changed my outlook on my future. Like I will never be alone. And that brings me so much comfort and makes me not want to reach out in desperation or, you know, needing to distract or needing something because I have God in my life. It's such a beautiful thing. So today, ironically, the story of today's Daily Bread is called Gleaning the Fields. And I'm watching this new series on PeerFlex. If none of you know what PeerFlex is, PeerFlex is, um, it's a, it's like Netflix, but it's meant for wholesome like value movies that teach values. Um, very Christian-based, faith-based. And one of the binge-worthy shows is called The Daughters of Eve. And it talks about... Each episode is about each woman in the Bible stories. Mm. And the one I was watching last night was the story of Ruth. And I've seen the movie, The Book of Ruth, and I've, of course, read the Bible book, uh, Bible on the story of Ruth. And Ruth is such an amazing, amazing woman. Um, she came from the Moab uh you know, group of people, and they sacrificed young children to their gods, thinking that that would save them. They were a very toxic, destructive, hateful group of people. And she was, that's how she was raised. And she turned and became a Christian um, and married a Christian who ended up dying. And then she followed his mother back to, I believe it was Bethlehem. And in Bethlehem, she ended up meeting Boaz, which ended up being her true love. But they crossed paths because she was serving Naomi, who was the mother-in-law. She was serving her by gleaning the fields, which means picking up the leftovers from the farmers. Like the farmers would drop little things of wheat and they would go along and they would pick up these straw sticks one by one behind the farmers. And that was called gleaning the fields. It was a tedious, tedious job. And that was meant for the poor and the hungry and 
you know, the needy. So she was out there, this young woman, gleaning the fields to bring food to the table and serve her mother-in-law, Naomi. Now, Boaz saw that and he saw something in her and I believe it was the servitude he saw in her. He saw that she was serving with such a whole heart that it just drew him in. Like that was such a unique value, such a unique character. Even in today's day and age, when you come across someone in the community who is a true servant of God, not a servant of people, but serves in the way God is leading them. They stand out. You see God through them and you see them walking the way of Jesus and they glow differently. They're just different and you end up being drawn to them because they speak the truth and they walk the truth and they are the truth and God is guiding them. It's such a beautiful thing when you when you come cross paths with somebody just like this. And I have many, many times in the last year. And these people, I'm just drawn to them. So the verse comes from Ruth chapter two, verse two, Ruth, the Moabite said to Naomi, let me go to the fields and pick the leftover grain behind anyone in whose eyes I find favor, which means whoever looks at her and doesn't judge her for being a Moabite because then the Israelites really despised and hated the Moabites because of the drought. And the Moabites were vicious and destructive people. They killed many Israelites. So for her to come in a town full of Israelites as a Moabite woman, and of course she looks like a Moabite woman because that was her heritage. She was hated in that community for a very long time. She had to persevere through that hate to show her her true heart, um, which is a whole nother story. But it was hard for her to be a Moabite in a town full of Israelites. And, you know, she did it. Um, a friend has a vision for redeeming a piece of desolate land in the capital city of Dodoma. Recognizing the need of some local widows, Ruth wants to transform these dusty acres into a place to keep chickens and grow crops. Her vision to provide for those in need is rooted in her love for God mm, and was inspired by her biblical namesake, Ruth. Mm, I love that verse, rooted in the love of God. Mm. God's law allows the poor or the foreign to glean or harvest from the edges of the field. Ruth in the Bible was a foreigner and was therefore allowed to work in the fields gathering food for her and her mother-in-law. Gleaning in Boaz's field, a close relative, led to Ruth and Naomi ultimately finding a home and protection. Ruth used her ingenuity and effort in the work of the day gathering food from the edges of the field and God blessed her. The passion of my friend Ruth and the dedication of the biblical Ruth stir me to give thanks to God for how he cares for the poor and downtrodden. They inspire me to seek in ways to help others in my community and more boldly as a means of expressing my thanks to our ever-giving God. How might you worship God through extending his mercy to others? How has he revealed his love for those in need? Jesus. You desire that no one would go hungry. Open our eyes in ways we can help those in need. May we share your love for your glory. Amen. This is such a beautiful story, you guys. And God does 
want us to provide for the weak and the poor, um, especially when they have nothing. Um, you know, I've worked up to this point to be a servant of God, and the last couple of weeks, God has asked me to step outside of myself um, and not only serve to the poor, but get to know them to create a relationship and understand that they are people too. Because a human life is a human life. And this is what I've come to realize, stepping on the other side of things. A life is a life. Everybody is valuable. We all have feelings and we all have emotions and we all hurt. And just as much as the homeless person who, you know, has chosen the wrong way, I have chosen the wrong way, you have chosen the wrong way, they deserve love and compassion just as much as everybody else. So when God asked me to step outside of myself these last couple of weeks and spend time with these people at the park, he also asked me to serve them um, um, from the meals I was creating in my home. And this... Um, at first, I doubted myself and I wasn't sure how I would be received, but now it has become a habit that I every day visit with these people and they do matter. And it's opened a part of me I didn't know existed in compassion and understanding to let people be and to love them for who they are because these people happen to be elderly and they know they have problems but I can't fix them. Only God can fix them. All I can do is do what God asked me to do and make sure that they don't go hungry. And one of these gentlemen, it must have been Saturday, I went over there in the evening and I had made a big pot of soup that lasted all week. And I love making soup. So this God knows I love to make a lot of food. <laughs> and I do, I cannot help it. So God uses that for his glory. And he brings, somehow, I always end up having a lot of food in my home. Somehow God makes it work. And so I was able to make this pot of food from a lot of things people gave me. And it lasted all week. And so I took the last bit of it over Saturday evening. And the man hadn't eaten all day because he had no money. And he's like, you know, he was, it was going to have to wait until Sunday. And... It felt really good to know that God was guiding me, making sure that nobody went hungry around us. And that's the way we should be in this world. Like once I realized this man was going to go the whole day without food, like that really touched a part of my soul and opened me up to a bit more compassion and understanding. So God used it not only to help this gentleman and to embed that God loves him because every time I bring food or I spend time with him, it's always God has asked me to do this. So they know that God is the one that is guiding me, but God is also working in me and he's opening me up in ways that only God can by touching the deepest part of my soul with compassion and understanding. And it has freed me a little bit more to not be so fearful in doing other things. Um, so many people I know have ended up back in jail and it is very sad because they are lost. And I understand now from my journey to come to God what it is that they are searching for in getting you know in life and why they're getting lost so god has used me to write to them in ways that 
they need to hear to hopefully guide them closer to him. And it was such a beautiful moment to sit down and write each one of these letters because it wasn't just a, hey, how are you doing kind of letter. It really came from the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and, uh, it was so beautiful how God really came out. And I know that he will touch up on each one of those people that I sent those to. So it's a beautiful thing. And you know, uh, Ruth was blessed by God because Ruth was serving and she was following God and she was doing it with a good heart. And I believe that's what God was opening up in me. You know, I, I have become a good person now. I used to not be a good person. I used to think I was a good person because I did all the right things. We think we're good people because if I do the right things and I do this, I'm a good person. But deep down inside, when you actually stop to think about what you're thinking about during the day, you're not a really good person. Like so many people go, well, I'm a good person because I do all the right things. Yeah, but what is your heart? and your mind thinking. Your behavior might be on point, but your heart is as black as coal and your mindset is sarcastic and rude and nasty. That means you're not a good person. And so many people don't understand that, that just because you think you're doing all the right things that makes you a good person, that's not true. If your heart and your mind are off sync with your behavior, then, then you're off sync and there's some inner work that needs to be done. So now that I have relied on God and become this good person and he's still working, like being a good person and serving out in my community and taking these meals over there and speaking to these people opened up a deeper part of me that God is trying to reveal to use for his glory. That compassion and understanding will open more doors for me, just like Ruth. The more, more loving she was, the more she served, the more God blessed her and the more God blesses me, the more I can give out into this world is such a beautiful thing so you guys gleaning the fields you know there's nothing wrong with serving your community in a simple job in simple ways they don't have to be huge and major nothing I do is um, extravagant by any means the things I do are very simple and um, in my community's eyes it is not really seen because I don't really talk about it. I share it on here because I want the world to see an example of how to serve and what it looks like. Because until you see it and you see somebody else do it, you don't understand what it actually looks like for yourself to do it. But within my community, everybody else is living their whole, they're living their life. They're doing their own servitude. So it's not, you know, something that's, a huge extravagant like taken over the town but it's those small little things such as gleaning the fields that God sees and I know God sees and that's why I'm here to please that's why I'm here to serve so for me I know that I'm pleasing God and and this was the verse from Saturday, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Because see, I took delight in God when I started enjoying, when I started cooking, he started bringing more things in and now he's used it to serve it out to other people because I took delight 
in God while I was cooking and he brought more cooking in and I love to cook. Now he's using that to his advantage and his glory. And he's serving people. He's using me to serve people out in the community that are hungry and are needy and are poor. And it feels good. Like those are the desires of my heart to see those kind of people not suffer in this world because a life is a life. And what is the value of a life? Nobody is more valuable than the next. Nobody, the homeless drunk on it sleeping in the park because he can't get it together is just as valuable as the preacher who preaches every Sunday and has had the perfect life and has, you know, is giving out to the community and does has done all these wonderful things. They are both just as valuable in God's eyes. What a beautiful thing, you guys. How might you worship God through extending his mercy to others? Just as I've been doing, just asking God to, you know, bless me and show me the way. I always ask God, show me the way because I don't know how. When I ask God to show me the way, he directs my path in the correct way that I'm supposed to go, which is so beautiful. And he reveals his love for others because, you know what, I... I could feel the love he had for these people at the park. He loves them. I feel it through me because he's using me to make sure that they're taken care of, regardless if they're drunk or not. He still loves them. And what a beautiful thing because that's how he loves me. And so it reassures me that no matter what I had done in my past, God is God has loved me because he loves them. And that makes them valuable to me. You guys, this is so beautiful. So the challenge of the day, I really didn't even think about it. What simple little thing could you do today for somebody? Step outside of yourself, just as I have had to step outside. And this was a hard step. The very first day I took food over, which was breakfast over there, I walked up nervous. I was nervous. I thought I would be rejected. I thought I would be laughed at. I thought I looked stupid, like... I didn't even know these people and I'm just going to walk up there and say, here's some free food. But you know what? God directed my path and I trusted him. So now I ask you to step outside of yourself today. Change something. Be the change in your home. Be the change in yourself and step outside and do one kind thing for somebody and don't do it with the intent of you want people to reward you and you wanted to be patted on the back do it because you you know it's the right thing to do you feel something pulling your heart that's when you know god is calling you to do something you feel this pull in your heart you feel this pull in your intuition you feel this pull in your soul you feel yourself like this this yearning pull of you should do it Follow that pull and do something kind for somebody less fortunate than yourself. And and just try it and do it with an open heart. And don't just do something and walk away. Like actually take the time to invest in a conversation. Because it's in those small moments of taking the time to invest in a conversation that compassion and understanding starts to grow. 
and you start to learn how to create a relationship. For many of us, like me, I didn't know how to do that. I struggled with that. And God is using this to teach me how to create relationships that are meaningful, where I actually care, where I'm stepping outside of myself and doing something greater than myself. So take the time, because our time is more valuable than things. Take the time to listen, ask questions, get to know them, understand them. Not about the bad, but what about the good? Try to see that inner light that God created, their authentic self. See if you can see that in them. So that is the challenge. That, that is a great challenge. That's a daily challenge. I try to do that every day. It's not always easy. So you guys, happy Monday. It's a beautiful, beautiful first week in August. I hope you guys are are winding up into this, the end of the summer, feeling a little bit better than we all did in March. God bless you guys and amen.